0: Welcome, you've joined the topless travel show with Carol and David, bringing you to some of the sexiest and most erotic events and vacation places around the world. Our show is here to help you open your mind, explore your options and push your boundaries, so you too can achieve better, better love, better sex and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the topless travel show and we're your hosts, Carol and David.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to the topless travel show where we will be broadcasting on location at selected events exposing new and exciting adventures to stimulate your desires topless travel brings the travel culture to sexy open-minded couples you can explore the possibilities and I mean all types of possibilities while on vacation
0: Whether you travel to relax or party hard, to get in touch with yourself or your couple, to build relationships or make new friends, or simply hang with compatible, genuine people in a non-judgmental location, we've got the stories to get you fantasizing about starting your next adventure right now. The Topless Travel Show is all about pushing boundaries, and as usual, we'll be talking about sex sexuality relationships and all the ways to spice up your sex life to live happy healthy and always horny
1: always horny that's the way i live my life so are you looking to party and travel with sexy fun and open-minded people getting together with compatible couples while on vacation creates lifelong friendships and lots of great memories
0: so on today's show we're going to be talking to two uh, beautiful women who are here with us today at the resort we're here at um Thank you. (laughs) We're here at Hizum Resort in Jamaica on the beautiful Negril Beach. And we're going to be talking all about female empowerment in the lifestyle. We're going to do a wonderful roundtable girl discussion, but we're going to invite David to join in because he does like to show his opinion every
1: now and again. No. But first, before we get into our show and introduce our guests, we want to tell you like we do every show all about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. If you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot
0: or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, you'll need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak proof and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils and silicone lubes to other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely buy on Amazon. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. And order yours today.
1: Great sex starts now. It sure does, and so does today's show. You know we're Carol and David. This is the Topless Travel Show, and we are so thrilled to bring you um, our... A live event here. A live event. It's been almost a year since we've been on location. Last time we were here, was, we stayed for 89 days. Yeah, this time we're only here for
0: two weeks. That's okay. (laughs) Absolutely okay. But we do have two beautiful women with us. Do you want to introduce them? Three beautiful women. You're included. Thank you, my love. Do you want to introduce our friends? No, you go ahead. Okay. We've got Rebecca and Jess who are two um, ladies from couples that are not here single, but they are going to have a discussion with us today without their partners, which is fine because um, we want to talk girl talk, don't we? So welcome, Jessica
2: and Rebecca. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having us today.
0: So let's start a little bit. Why don't you take turns and tell us how you guys got into the lifestyle, how you got here to Hito. What is your sexual journey that brought you to this space?
3: Well, um, my husband first got me into into the lifestyle.
1: And how many years ago was this?
3: This was six years ago.
1: So, when he brought it up to you, how did that discussion go?
3: Well, he kind of could read my mind.
1: Not sure how. Whoa, whoa, hang on, hang on! Uh, isn't it? Isn't it? Men can't read women's minds. <laughs> yes, I've I think been told you guys that my an whole anomaly. life.
3: <laughs> I think so, but he. Um, he just asked what my fantasies were, and I, I kind of was a little shy to tell him. And he and um, he said, he he's been to kind of tahito but he's been in the lifestyle um, back home to clubs and stuff. And so he took me he took me one day and said, hey, you know, we don't have to we don't have to do anything. Let's just check it out and feel the vibe. And and I was like, oh, we're not leaving until you know, this is happening. Okay. Cool. And even our first time, we didn't swing or swap, but it was just cool to be in the atmosphere, almost like you were in your own porno. Nice. Yes.
1: You know, Jess, um, probably the last couple of shows that we've done, um, we were talking to some sex experts, some doctors on our show, and we brought up the point about, you know, people who want to, put their toes in the water of the alternative lifestyle and that's exactly the example we gave Mm -hmm. find a swinging club find a sex club find a bdsm club and go and do nothing just watch go back and talk about it and how did you feel and and how did he feel and it's it's absolutely the best way to do it in any situation we'll talk about a little bit later um, you don't have to go all in on the first time that you experience anything we have friends it's taken them five years to get into full swap yeah where you know carol and i did it on i don't know the second day (laughs) but it was just it was just right so rebecca go ahead
2: uh, well, I think we do also need to share a little bit about how we first met our partners. Our partners are best friends and nice. they have been for some time and they both tell similar stories about uh, their first times with us. Uh, they refer to us as, um, as being the aggressors okay. in the or the <laughs> pursuers in terms of sex and neither of them expected um, to have sex with us, I guess, when they did. And um, I made it really clear, you know, do you want to be my friend? Do you want to date me or do you want to fuck me? And he still talks about that kind of proposition that I gave
0: him. Did he say all of the above? Oh,
2: I I think he (laughs) said, I I can't even remember (laughs) what he said, but I do remember his eyes kind of going wide and being like, this is really upfront, like this is really
0: out in the open. Was it about the same time that you started dating your husband and did you start dating yours? I
2: started dating my husband probably a year and a half before I met, Jess uh, but I met her partner a little before right at the beginning of their relationship so um, I didn't really know him I really got to know the couple uh, together
1: but I have to tell you as a guy it is so hot when the girl knows what she wants and she's the one who takes control and man I married to one just like that (laughs) it's been 15 years and the first time we got together she said uh, take out your cock I want to suck it and we were in the car Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, I like <laughs> this. I mean, I'm pretty
0: yeah. sure I was reading your mind too, because you were like <laughs> dreaming about this for a long time. And you will admit that, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
2: So I think it's it's not uncommon for us as women to know what we want and be able to say, this is what mm-hmm. I want. And I think that's something that all women should feel the ability to do and to say and the and have that uh, open partner who's able to receive that information and run with it so i think that's really important
1: carol um i think when we started swinging when we were about 50 45 50 came up with this expression is now she can say yes to great sex she can choose to have great sex and it's not just having sex for the sake of having sex she chose her pleasure and how old were you when you started squirting Oh, I think 45. You taught me how to squirt. We right. got together at 42, so maybe it was actually right after that. And so. why do you think you didn't squirt earlier on in your I life? I I
0: just didn't let go. I just did not feel as sexually inclined at that time. David really taught me a whole lot about sex and how to orgasm and how to really enjoy it and how to take it, which I was always a giver. And so I learned a lot in my later days.
2: <laughs> and, uh, oh, sorry, I think we were asking how we got started yeah, and exactly. when I met uh, when I met Denzel when I met Denzel um we we weren't making it we weren't officially dating at that point we were fucking uh-huh. um and we decided this was something that I wanted to do with my ex-husband I wanted to play with women and I remember taking my ex-husband to the strip club one night and being like please 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 can we go and I think we drove by it we didn't even go in and um and then the next time we did go in and he was just so awkward and I was like in my in my glory I love the female body I love how soft women are I love the look of of their figures their breasts their curves it's just so delightful for me so I remember feeling very rejected by my first husband when I kind of explained this is something that I'm interested in this is something I want to see so when did, did he shame you outright
0: or did you just feel ashamed
2: I just felt shamed okay but there was uh, that I think was probably the beginning of the end of that yeah. marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I met Denzel, I said, you know, we talked about um, we talked about sexual pro- proclivities, I guess, and um, it was something we were both interested in. And we went to a club in uh, we went to a club in a different city, and it was just such a great time. All the toys that we saw there, all like the swing, the the pole for pole dancing, everything like that. It was just so uh, exciting for both of us. So we uh, decided to go on more vacations. And this is something we really strictly do on vacation. We started to go on other vacations. And the first one was a topless optional vacation. And I was like, I'm not taking
0: my top off. Nope. uh -uh, But uh -uh. your titties
1: are so beautiful.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, she obviously eventually got there, right? How long did that take? Five minutes in the pool. Okay, there you right. Go. So, so <laughs>
1: you're talking about your first trip to Temptation. We've been there. That's actually where we first started swinging at Temptation before they renovated the resort. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's a sister resort to Desire, where um, we go regularly with topless travel. Um, but how long did it take you to take your top off? Well,
0: I made some very strict rules before we went, especially to Desire, because we had done a, a trip. Sorry, we had done. Um, what do you call that? Where we just went in for the day, a day pass. Okay, to desire We'll right? go with that And I saw all these ladies On the side of the hot tub And they, had, they were having Their pussies licked And then they're like Okay no I'm too shy That I can't do that So when we get there You can't just say Okay Carol Your turn Jump up Because I'm, I'm going to say no And I don't want to feel embarrassed So I said no Do not tell me to jump up On the side of the pool When I'm ready I'll do it So we get into the, the, the Pool the very first time The hot tub Oh Yeah it was the hot tub actually and I saw exactly what I'd seen during the day pass. I saw the ladies on the side of the pool at this time of day getting their pussies licked. And guys also getting their cocks sucked. It was all equal. And within one minute or two minutes, I said, okay, my turn. <laughs> and I jumped up myself. I really thought it was going to take me a long time, but it didn't. I, I get what you're saying, Rebecca. One of
2: the things that really surprised me was um, I was really self-conscious about my body. And um, I know that... I know a lot of people think that I'm sexy or whatever, but um, I struggled with uh, how I thought other people were going to look and how I thought people might perceive me. You can stand in the mirror and see your flaws, but Mm -hmm. one of the things that I learned very quickly at Temptation was that nobody knows you and nobody gives a fuck is kind of the, the attitude. But the warm embrace i got from all of the women of all different right. colors shapes size. sizes yeah. titty size titty shape yeah. you know, it was it was just uh it was it was warm and it was it was all bodies are beautiful and regardless of what your body looks like you're Someone's going to find you so fucking right. fantastic. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. someone's going to find you hot. And you're mm-hmm. going to find someone hot. So I I thought that was really important that there was that level of
0: so acceptability. Within, within the first five minutes, you're saying that's how you went from being worried about your body to feeling at home.
2: Yes. Yeah. And the same thing actually happened here. I was very worried, not only about my friend Jess and her hubby seeing my pussy for the first time, <laughs> but everyone else. And again, five minutes later and uh, seeing the... I guess the level of acceptance and everyone with their different bodies yeah, and shapes not, and sizes. Non-judgmental.
1: I mean, yeah. the lifestyle is really about um, acceptance.
2: Yes, acceptance.
1: It's about um, there being compatible people for everybody and um, not everybody's going to like you and you're not going to like everybody, but there is people for everyone out there. We see it everywhere we go. We've traveled the world. And um, the way people approach people here is is there's no materialism. There's no... Um, um, what they're wearing, because most of the people here are naked, and mm-hmm. it's really people's personalities that shine wh- wherever you go. It's now, true. I want to back up for a second. Yeah. Now you know you're talking about going in temptation and showing your titties. So now that we were here at Hedo with um, you know all the things going on, and you guys were pole dancing and showing your pussies and your titties all over the place. If you go back to when you were in, say, high school or college, were you sexually promiscuous back then? Did you have that? that desire that you wanted to learn more or is it something that happened later on as you as you ate, got a little older
3: i definitely wanted to but yeah i was too shy and i when i was young i moved to china and spent 10 years there and that's That'd different be- <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's um, um, a lot of the families or the relationships there it's even even sex is at a specific time of day, every day. Oh,
0: really interesting. So Jess, when did you start getting your fantasies, those that you you, you know shared with your partner? Was he your husband at the time? Or you're still dating?
3: Oh, We actually just got engaged oh, that's four right. days ago. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Does he know? That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's right. Um, we saw
1: the pictures. Yeah.
3: I think I've always had... Fa- I think the biggest fantasies were probably when I moved back home, yeah, Um, in my new relationship, yeah. Okay, very cool. It's
0: nice that you can share those things, because you don't really know how you're going to be accepted when you share those kind of fantasies, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I think he, um, Paul, my fiancé, since I've met him, like, he's made everything so easy. Like, even our first date, I was 20 minutes late, so he made... It looked like a menu, right? So at the beginning, he had he he wrote out everything, mm-hmm. kind of to figure out who I was, and it really relaxed the whole first date. You know what what drink you want? He's like, you have to check every box. And the very you know, there was a motorcycle ride. You know, you want to go order pizza? There was a whole bunch of options. And then on the very last, the uh, goodbye, it was. Um, Awkward hug goodbye, uh, a handshake, it. runaway screaming. <laughs> and then one said other. And I was
1: like, oh. Did you choose other? Oh, yes. You guys <laughs> fucked on the first thing. <laughs> yes.
3: yes. Yeah.
1: Love it, love it. And I was it a good fuck?
3: It was nice. Really?
1: It was good,
2: yep. <laughs> you can't see her smile right now, yeah. but it's there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I remember our first fuck, and it was so different. It was so wild. It was just pure Sexuality.
0: Yeah. You know, we both both
1: were coming out of um, sexless sexless marriages. Um, Our listeners know that Carol's ex-husband is married to my ex-wife. And, um, you know, when you have, you know, 12 months of missionary once a month on the left side of the bed and slam, bam, you know, it's done. And then you have this gorgeous woman who just wants to rip your pants off and suck your cock and then sit on your face. And... And That was me? uh, Really? We didn't even get out of the car. We were doing that in the car. Um, We had monkey sex for like the first two years. It was just crazy. And then two years into our relationship, that's when we found swinging. So, um, you know, you you find the right person to meet your sexual appetite. So,
0: Rebecca, did you tell us how you... I can't remember if you got to the actual point, how you found the swinging lifestyle. Oh, uh,
2: well, yes. It was something that we we traveled to find. And we traveled to find topless traveling and... um, that was where I we first got to kind of live my fantasy of have, sharing Denzel with another woman and um, really some really great memories were had there but it was also one of the things that you need before you come to the lifestyle. The lifestyle isn't only about acceptance of other people or tolerating other people and their preferences. It's about self-acceptance. You really need to know who you are as a person and you really need to be comfortable with yourself as a person if you really want to enjoy the lifestyle. And you have to have that shared bond with uh, your partner if you come to the lifestyle with a partner, in my opinion, um, because there's communication with your partner is probably the most important And checking in with yourself not just your partner but with yourself about what are we interested in where are we going with this tonight who are our potential partners so you know sometimes it can be accomplished with a look sometimes you'll have that quick discussion um, about who might be interesting who you're not quite so interested in and then you can kind of uh, bounce off each other like that so I think the self-acceptance and the open communication with your partner are really key to the lifestyle when we uh, it's been a nice little journey since uh, we originally came to the lifestyle and we've had lots of fun since. But what has remained the same is that communication with each other, checking in with different fantasies. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you looking for this trip? What are you interested in these days? As we grow and our sex lives change a little bit, I think it's important to always have that conversation be an open one. Yeah, and those I, conversations s- I, s-
1: I said to you... Rebecca and Jess right (laughs) yes I did hear that (laughs) and then and then they said no other dicks more pussy
0: (laughs) (laughs) so that was me I (laughs) said no dicks (laughs) So I was just going to say that it's a little different when you're going on vacation um, because you, th- there's the lead-up to, well, there's also a lead-up to going to a club, but there's a longer lead-up to going on a vacation like this. So you, you have a lot more opportunities to talk and think and fantasize about what's going to happen while you're on your vacation. And at the same time, there's a lot more time while you're here to meet the couples that you might want to play with or and get to know them a little bit better before you actually have to jump into a situation with them. Whereas when you go to a club, you really only have that evening um, to meet and then decide, mm-hmm. are we going to make it or not? But I, here's a good question. How would you define what is your sexual lifestyle? So I think, you, Jess, you talked a little bit about kink and BDSM is what you like yeah. to do. Um, is that what you would say would be your main sexual lifestyle? That's what you're looking for?
3: Yeah. We. So Paul's my master, and I have tattooed master's toys. So I love being owned okay but then in the relationship you know um, he reminded me that you know if if you didn't sub um, submit submit mm-hmm. then He's like clearly you're in charge because you need to submit, right? You need to right, absolutely. Be your yeah, master. people don't always
0: understand that, but you're almost right. more in charge when you're the sub right. versus the dom because you decide what you're going to do and um, and how you're going to act, and then he controls you after that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's very interesting. And you find that is uh, something that you do just on a special occasion, or is that something how you live your um, life daily?
3: We live our life daily like that. So when we go to a restaurant he always orders which some people think well that's not really nice you know or he'll but I love it he yeah. knows what I want and he'll always open the door for me where some husbands say well I taught my wife how to open her own door and I'm like oh and I what about
0: choosing your clothes? Do you, does he choose your clothes for you? Um,
3: I kind of he actually does a lot of times he lets me wear what I, wear what I want but I want him to like what I wear mm-hmm. so I'll take him shopping and then he just throws all these clothes at me and I know that if he likes it, then then I feel good about myself. I don't have to ask him. Yeah. I and think it's, it's also look. important to talk
2: about the outfit that she wore last oh, night. Oh, yeah. Which <laughs> yes. was handmade by him yes. for
3: her. Oh, interesting. I didn't know leather, that. Leather um, bondage straps. Right. Yeah, with a nice mask and a leash.
1: Yeah. And, and I think Rebecca was wearing something pretty nice, too. It might not have <laughs> yes. been handmade by uh, her husband, but she was pretty hot.
2: <laughs> One of my favorite things about these vacations is that i uh, it's the only time I wear a bra, really, at night when I dress up for the theme wear. Mm-hmm. And I just love prancing around in lingerie and underwear. No. I, if I could do that all the time,
1: I would do it. So you couldn't wear what you were wearing last night at Starbucks, right? <laughs> I coffee in the morning? wouldn't. No. I think
2: she might get
0: arrested.
1: arrested <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I can keep the nipples covered in that outfit. Right. But I don't have to worry about that here. But I think that's one of the things, even though I'm not interested in other dicks, I'm very interested in the male gaze, Mm -hmm, actually. mm -hmm. And I do like to have people look at me Mm -hmm. and desire me and want me. And that's something that I like. Even though I don't want to have sex with those men, I want to make those men want to have sex with me. (laughs) For
0: sure. It's the tease, right? That's there.
2: That's something I do. I love it. We
1: had sex the other day talking about you and being in the room. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and not you're not the first person to tell me that right. uh, they were thinking about me or that to have propositioned me or uh, or anything like that and 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 I do I do love it now I enjoy it
1: I do have to say I was privileged when uh, Mark <coughs> did his infamous car wash um, I was the one with the bottle of oil. And for some reason, I kept coming back to Rebecca <laughs> and she needed more on her tits and oh more on her nipples goodness. and more on her ass. And it was totally consensual, right?
2: Yes, very consensual. But she I was that like was pu-
1: pushing her tits and her chest forward more and more and more. <laughs>
2: Jess was my partner though, and yes. we did have a. St- I don't know if you yes. got, if your listeners know what a car wash is. We didn't when we got up there. No, <laughs> but uh, it was essentially where we were soaped up, uh, lathered up, and oiled up, and uh, people got to walk through. Yeah, so yeah. it's two lines. It a line it's up, two yes. lines,
1: like um, you know, football players coming on the field. So mm. there was probably twenty women on each side, and then the guys had to they go facing go each other, That's go close together. through the line. Without touching the women, but the women were able to touch them. Right. It they was were, the
2: gauntlet. That's what it is. It it's was. the gauntlet from American Gladiator. Yes. Now they the cool thing is the, the
1: cool thing is the women can touch the women. Right. And then what was at the end? Babe? Oh yeah, I was at the end. Uh, we did a happy ending group
0: hug. Five ladies. We all got together and we did the group hug, grabbing and turning and tits everywhere, rubbing up against the guys. And we did the happy ending and then sent them off to the shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It was, it was, it was was a lot of fun,
0: (laughs) really a lot of fun. Now, one of the main topics that we want to talk about today, which is why we're having this discussion is about female empowerment in the lifestyle and how you feel empowered when you are able to control what your desires are, who you can touch, where you can be and what you want. So let's hear from both of you about how you feel about female empowerment in this lifestyle.
2: Um, one of... I've worked in the past with uh, survivors of sexual violence, which are predominantly, unfortunately, um, girls and women, um, and consent is so important. Um, one of the important uh, pieces of the lifestyle is that consent must be present uh, at each interaction, and um, I think it's important that 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 remain at the forefront. If you're talking about female empowerment in the lifestyle, the woman must always consent and every partner must always consent but I feel like if I go to a club not a lifestyle club if I go to the bar someone could grab my ass Mm -hmm. they would not ask me in fact it's happened before someone grabs your ass at a club Mm -hmm. here if there's going to be an ass grab if there's going to be a titty grab there's the question may I do this may I do this sometimes the partner is asked sometimes someone will ask Denzel within my presence may I touch her tits may I grab her ass and I'm fine with that too because Denzel and I have talked about that although that might not be a legal definition of consent you Mm -hmm. can't give consent for someone else but um, it's important that uh, all the parties be on the same page in terms of what sex acts are being agreed to so so
1: let's let's just stop for one second because in the lifestyle there's three main rules right? Ask first, no means no, and if you don't get an enthusiastic yes, it's a no. it's it, correct. And it's very simple. And, you know, years ago when the Me Too movement came out and it was all this, you know, the men grabbing the women and everybody's like, you know, consent. People in the alternative lifestyle have been living that world of understanding consent forever. And just like you were, um, sorry, Rebecca, like you were saying, um, it's okay if you and your husband have this agreement, like, yeah, you can go over there and tell that person to touch me. That's fine. It's, it's really paramount to have a great, fun time on these vacations that everybody understands the rules. And I think 99.99% of the people here get it. And if they don't get it, they get like flushed down the toilet. Like They they become those people that don't belong in the pool.
2: The social pariahs or the outcasts, Yeah, you see it happen. Uh, If you're a single guy and you are creepy, don't respect um, women's bodies, or are generally rude, um, you will suffer the consequences here. But if you're a single guy and you're polite, you talk to both women and men, you are open about what you're looking for, and you're openly respectful to all the parties... I am very convinced you can have a good time here.
1: And this consent goes for girl on girl as well.
2: It does. It does. Consent is important for all parties. Even if, uh, you know, sometimes I've heard people say, I can just walk up to a guy here and grab their dick. Well, you know, you can't really do that. You shouldn't really do that. But if you've had that conversation ahead of time, have at her. And that is, this is a place where that can happen.
1: We were out on the catamaran yesterday uh, on the way snorkeling. Uh, Mark was putting on one of the topless travel get away from hito days and i was just lying back there just taking the sun and a a gorgeous woman comes up to me and says is it okay if i suck your cock and i'm like okay sure and she did (laughs) and carol was right next to me and i wasn't even expecting it it wasn't a sexual moment but she saw me and wanted to and there was a little bit of sunscreen on it so i had (laughs) to rinse it a little bit but after that it was all good
2: and I think that's that's it. She saw something she wanted to do. She may she or asked. may not have discussed it with her partner. She asked you in the presence of your partner, and mm-hmm. you gave your consent. Exactly. And there's nothing hotter than enthusiastic consent. Yeah, it's not asking as is
3: just disgusting. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, we'd go to the club, and some guy had his hands up my skirt. Oh. For some reason, I decided not to wear panties that night. Because, well, you know, yeah. who it was wears for panties? my guy. But this guy had his hand up there, and yep. He almost got punched in the face. Yeah, he deserves well, it. And I do yeah. want to say the other
0: day, I was, um, I don't even remember what I was doing, but we're running around here, you know, doing what we have to do. And I was topless and um, I took a little break. I just leaning over the, um, leaning over the wall, just looking out. And he said, oh my gosh, the, a gentleman was beside me. He said, oh my gosh, you have beautiful tits. And I said, oh, thank you very much. He says, do you mind if I touch them? And I went, well, not right now. Thank you. And because I wasn't into it, I was just taking a moment for myself. I didn't really need a guy groping my tits. I wasn't in a sexual mood at that moment. It was not a sexual situation. And I just said, no, no thank you, not right now. And no hard feelings, no nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, I said, you know, perhaps later, maybe when we're in the pool or something. But it wasn't what I was into at the moment. And it's okay to say no.
2: And I think at Hedo here, where you can be nude, fully nude, almost anywhere, I think that's also important. There's a distinction between um, being nude like au naturel versus being nude to be sexy and I think that uh, there's that distinction and again you know even if I'm naked it's not an invitation right
1: right exactly alright this first half of the show went by super fast we're having a great discussion with Rebecca and Jess who are here on vacation with topless travel we're going to take a quick break we're going to tell you a little bit about some topless travel events coming up in the future and when we get back we're going to talk about self-pleasuring so stay tuned we'll be right back So, if you're looking for the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever, then you simply must book with topless travel, from Hedonism to in Jamaica and Desire in Cancun to all the Bliss Cruise experiences like we're talking about today, topless travel needs to be your number one choice.
0: Yeah, their trips and events are all about the people. And, of course, their sexy, fun experiences. Let's just shout out to all those sexy host couples, including Chelsea and Mark, who are there to ensure that you have one hell of a good sexy vacation.
1: Absolutely. And you'll find us on many of the topless travel trips, but listen up. The one that we are really looking forward to is their sexy silver full Takeover at Desire Pearl from October 16th to 23rd, 2022. We're going to be there broadcasting live and rooms are selling out quickly. So go online and book now. Come and join us for a week. We'd love to meet you.
0: And for more information about this trip or any of their other events, go to thesexylifestyle.com and click on the topless travel event link to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. So are you interested in vaginal rejuvenation and sexual health? It's a topic that we want to talk about more, because how we look and how we feel make a huge difference in the way we live sexy. The company Lumisk has developed an easy treatment system for vaginal rejuvenation. It's a product that you can use on yourself and at home. It's a carboxy gel called CO2 Lift V. You simply mix together two packets of gel and apply it to your vulva and inside your vagina before bedtime, and then rinse it out in the morning. The gel infuses CO2 into the skin to encourage blood flow, it promotes healing and cell regeneration, and the great thing is that there's no discomfort or downtime. This CO2 Lift-V treatment keeps your vaginal tissue healthy and happy. It increases lubrication and sensation and makes sex more fun at any age. After you finish the initial course of weekly treatments, you can easily maintain your results with applications once a month also it's a sure way to snap back after a long night of great sex for more information visit co2lift.com buy yours today and get a 15 percent discount if you use promo code sexy life at checkout that's s-e-x-y-l-i-f-e great sex starts now
1: all right this is the topless travel show we are carolyn david we are back I hope you've been enjoying our discussion here with rebecca and jess we're broadcasting live from hedonism 2 on negro beach in jamaica and we've been having a really cool discussion all about you know the do's and don'ts about um well being here in the lifestyle being in the lifestyle and um, one of the questions or one of the topics that we talk about a lot is self-pleasuring masturbation and do girls think it's important even being in this world of sexuality and the lifestyle to keep pleasuring and enjoying your bodies Jess
3: Yes, I think when I was younger maybe it was the era I grew up in but I just hid that stuff mom never talked about it no one said anything to me I think it was oh you know she'll learn that in sex ed but you don't learn pleasuring yourself or nobody teaches that no. unfortunately and, yeah. and I remember there was a that I found not a sex toy but something I made into your, a sex toy your hairbrush <laughs> for me it was my hairbrush no. <laughs> and yeah so um, even even in my relationship now I um, I need that time myself sometimes
1: but do you find that it makes your sex life better because you learn more about your body and you could share that with yes. your partner
3: yes yes I actually about squirting I never knew that I could because I am dry as whatever. I, g- I guess I have to be in the right mood, but yeah, only maybe the past four years. I'm like, Oh my God,
0: what but the hell is that? Did you teach that to yourself or did your partner find it, find out about it?
3: Um, I think it was a little bit about okay. a little bit of both. Yeah. 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 And you know, were you surprised when it happened the very first time? I was. Yeah. Me yeah. Too, I, know I, the I was, yeah, I didn't know what was going on, no. <laughs> but I liked it.
1: Now, now, Jess, you're into the BDSM and kink world. And we did a show last year with Jalene <coughs> Bennis from Bondage, And she actually taught Carol how to do some kinky stuff to me with stuff that you have in the house.
0: Right. It was yeah. called Bondage because he was bonded, blindfolded. And tied down. Tied down and I was uh,
1: controlling, so I was the dom. The best one <laughs> was the vibrating toothbrush. Okay, brush.
0: I'm trying to get there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. He's Go just ahead. so Go excited ahead. by the memory. Oh, it felt so good. And so I had her <laughs> on the video and she was walking me through it, but I had to prepare all these items from the kitchen, from the bathroom, it, you know, to have around. We had a very cold chain. We had a slapping spatula. We had a vibrating toothbrush.
1: So the vibrating toothbrush was amazing because Carol put it under on my perineum right between my balls and my asshole mm-hmm. put it on vibrate and suck my cock right 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 it was so Wait, we're talking intense. about the back of the toothbrush not the bristle side <laughs> okay on the back of it For was clarity, vibrating in yes. case you're
2: trying this at home
1: <laughs> and then she had a hot some compress that she put on my chest while she sat on my face yeah so it's just those different sensations yeah and you know you don't have to go to the extremes just the little basics of you know exploring and learning um we love it because we're not into the kink and bdsm world we have fun with it we do yeah blindfolds are are fun Uh, handcuffs handcuffs david likes to be tied down i particularly don't and
3: it's fun to be scared like Mm -hmm. my first time um he had this hole in the ceiling and i'm like what is that to hang plants and he's like no anyways he tied me up blindfolded me and it was really scary cuz I didn't know I'm like I've only known him a week. So so the scary. It's fun to be scared. Yeah. But It's exciting. Yeah. It yeah. It gets the gets the passion
1: going and the blood mm-hmm. flowing, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Rebecca, tell us about your self-pleasuring. Did you start at a young age?
2: Oh, I probably started when I was Eighteen. Mm-hmm. That was I like was four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was from a very religious family, still am, and um, sex was always something that was um, for procreation and within marriage. Uh, I have been able to shed that unreasonable expectation, <laughs> and
1: and make up for lost time, <laughs> and, uh, like, if possible.
2: Where, where did that come from? I think that's actually if. You get into the roots of it. It may just be about how you know how money is going to change hands and how um, and the control of women. So I have uh, I have branched out and uh, Denzel met me when I was just branching out there, um, and I was able to say what I wanted and what I didn't want and um, be okay being a sexual being. Uh, so I think it is important for self pleasure. So you know what you like yourself and you can teach your partner how to how to provide you with that if that's what you're into. Uh, but I also find that it's very fun and exciting when um, when we go on that journey together so, too.
1: So are you a hand girl or a toy girl?
2: I'm now a toy girl. Mm-hmm. Which is your favorite toy? Um, well, the one that uh, there's a part that inserts and it vibrates. And there's a little bit of a suction for the clit, which I'll also feels like it's vibrating but it's suction and um, that has provided what Denzel calls the lockout effect so it feels like my entire body goes, like just the orgasm is throughout my entire nice. body and nice. it's gotten to the point where um you know, crying was a, a funny response to an orgasm once with Denzel. And I feel like at that point in time, I just need him in my arms after, like, while my, the rest of my body kind of has those wave effects. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, and, you know, he looked at me and was like, I didn't
3: mean to make you cry. And I'm like, no, no, it's <laughs> good. good. It's These good. are good tears, good tears. <laughs> just hold me. <laughs>
1: Jess, your favorite toy?
3: My favorite toy is definitely vibrator as well. It, there's no section I gotta try that one but yeah it inserts like and external then or
0: internal um, or both
3: I think it's most it's mostly external me mm-hmm. yeah. too Carol I'm, I'm mostly external too oh
2: I do yeah. have to say I don't like the necessarily the in out in mm-hmm, out in mm-hmm. out but something that's in my vagina and vibrating is just delightful if At the I same need a squirt it has to go in and out in and
3: yeah out, in that's out. true but
1: for you to have a good orgasm is it clitoral yeah Rebecca
2: uh, m- the clit must be involved, yes. Well, we Carol. do know that
0: the stats are 75% of women have need clitoral uh, stimulation Vimulation. to orgasm. And those 25% lucky women who can do it internally as well, uh, but it's not that many. So men remember that, okay? It's not only internal, it's external as well. Yeah, me too. So and for those
1: guys who, who don't know and are listening to our show for the first time, Carol's going to explain to you um, that the clit isn't just a button.
0: Oh, yeah, of course, it's not just the button, which is the only part that we can see. That's the external uh, hood and the head of the clitoris. But the clitoris is an organ inside. It's about four inches long, and it has arms and bulbs. And it is um, almost the same amount of erectile tissue as a man's penis, uh, which we probably don't realize that, but it all gets stimulated and erect when we are aroused. And is it like
1: an elevator button?
0: No, we don't push it. The f- more you push it, doesn't the elevator doesn't come any faster. Right. But right. one thing I did want to tell Jess was that after I learned how to squirt, and David actually showed me with the internal stimulation with two fingers in my vagina, usually while I was sitting on his face, that's how I started to squirt. Later in the lifestyle, when we uh, got in, we, I met another lady who, knew, who taught me how to just straddle the bed or straddle a man and tap my clit and squirt everywhere. Mm-hmm. So now my party trick is that I take the guy's cock, a hard cock, And I rub and tap my clit and it just squirts all over his Mm -hmm. cock before he even penetrates and all over him, et cetera. Down his asshole? Yes, of course. It just gets everywhere. And sometimes I can just be gushing buckets, literally. And sometimes it's just a few trickles, but that's what happens. So, um, yeah, even though you think you might need an in and out, in and out, you should try tapping your clit and pressing down. There's some pressure, mindset, and then your own tapping to see if it might work for you, too.
3: Yes, I'll try that.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow.
3: I bet those (laughs)
2: those top waterproof blankets come in handy. Oh, yeah. Good plug
1: there, Rebecca.
0: (laughs) Well, that's exactly why we developed them, because I did not want to be messing my bed at home. We had so much more squirting fun when we were on vacation. And 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 it's not just
1: (laughs) the sheets. It goes through to the mattress, right? Right. Right, And then, you know, I always say squirt is hot until it's not, and I have to sleep in that cold, mm-hmm. wet spot. Yeah. We don't have that anymore. That's yeah. why
3: I try not to squirt at home, yeah, mm-hmm. on the bed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, exactly. okay, let's pick a floor. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, we're, we're going to send you a blanket, yes. and you can write a testimonial. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right? So let's, let's ask, you know, th- this question, which is really, really important.
0: Yeah, so what happens if you want to try something new and your partner doesn't want to try that? Well, how do you guys negotiate in your partnership?
3: Uh, for me... He realizes he wants to fulfill my desires. But I also want to fulfill his. So I know he little things he has, like he's like, Oh yeah, I I want you to dress up as Princess Leia. So okay. then I'll make it happen. Okay. Right? And he um, he knows I fantasize about gangbangs and he tries we've tried hard okay
0: <laughs> and if there's something that you don't want to do how do you say that do you say no do you say but I'd rather do this how, d- how do you negotiate together uh,
3: um, we'll talk it out um, I can't think of a specific example but we'll, we'll talk it out and um,
0: and you come to a decision at the end of the day yeah, yes
3: and we you both usually agree both right? go along with it mm-hmm. because we know it's what the other person really wants okay so I mean if it's something super scary we were together. Okay. Like, we always do things together. We never do it separate.
1: Colton, Rebecca?
2: Um, we definitely talk about what we're interested in and what we're going to do together. Um, I'm trying to think about the last time we, I had a fantasy that we needed to
0: negotiate dental's very good
2: about making it happen as well, well but if
0: you just meet a couple and he wants oh, to go with that couple oh. and you just say no no chance and oh, so how we, do you negotiate that
2: then we don't we okay. don't if one of us says no it's not it's happening no. oh, okay and we'll go back to the room no and fuck taking each one for the team there we'll go back to the room and fuck each other's brains out mm-hmm. no taking one for the team mm-hmm. it doesn't seem fair um however uh when i do want a woman i am a little shy and awkward and uh he will go over and instigate anything that
0: I want, essentially. So oh, that's he's a very it. gregarious guy. He's he a, is, he is. And he's a big a man, so you can't miss him, right? And that <laughs> smile, oh my
1: God. I have his hand mark on my ass. He slapped <laughs> my ass during the car wash. Big red hand mark. <laughs> I, I thought some woman did it to you. I said, "Wow," but he's, no, it was a guy. <laughs> <laughs> big hand. So Rebecca, have you used a, tra- a strap-on?
2: Never, but I am a little interested in using one now. I had never thought about that.
1: Jess, have you used a strap-on? Yes. On?
3: A strap, it it needs a harness, Uh but I have used it on another woman. Mm -hmm. It's hard to hold it in, but yeah, it needs a harness. But mm -hmm.
1: Carol?
0: Oh no, my gosh, that's far too much work. (laughs) 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 I'm not going to say I'm a lazy fuck, but that's not my thing, that's all.
1: (laughs) Have either one of your partners asked you to peg them?
2: Which
0: pegging
1: means? You strap on doing them up the butt. butt, I'm sure they've asked you to do you up the butt
2: you know, that's not really my thing. And I don't think that's really Denzel's thing too. We, at the beginning of our relationship, we talked about it. We bought a toy. We tried to work into it and it just never, it, was, it wasn't was something it's that cool. either of us really like really got into. And so I was like, if this is important to you, we can keep
3: trying. <laughs> and he said the same thing, but it wasn't important to either of us.
1: Jess?
3: Yeah. Um, he's never asked. You know, I do ask about the doctor when they're doing the, pros- checking the prostate. I'm like, well, maybe, you know, I could give you a rim job or <laughs> toss your salad. And he's like, If that's what you want to do, he's like, I don't need it. I'm like, okay. (laughs)
0: Interesting. Well, David likes it.
2: I yeah. oddly
3: think that there's still a little bit or there's still quite a bit
2: of um, I don't want to say homophobia, but oh, sure. yes, there is yes. still there are still some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. in the lifestyle, you'd like mm-hmm. to think everyone's open, but it's way more socially acceptable right now for women to play with women. And uh, the same hasn't quite found its way
0: uh, over to the males. I don't but think. It, it However, is it's better. It it's is definitely starting. better than it was even
1: 15 years Especially ago. Especially in mm-hmm. the younger, open minded couples. We been here many times with uh, young swingers and the guys are just cool with saying I'm I'm into guys so I'm bi or whatever but within a swinging situation not to Mm -hmm. go off and be guy guy but play with the other guy with the girls and just be very sexually fluid within that orgy
0: and I really like Mm -hmm. um, male bisexual videos you know I love that kind of porn I have a fantasy that I'd like a guy to suck David's cock we haven't actually fulfilled it yet and I'm not sure if that will happen would you do it with him? I don't know. I'm, yes, probably. But I want to see. So I want to be watching. So probably not. I want to see mm-hmm. this. But it doesn't mean it has to come true, my fantasy. But I, I would like that one day. All right. Yeah. and you know, We were
1: at Desire once, and a guy did suck my cock with his wife. And I told Carol about it like later that evening. Because I was
0: sitting on his face facing the other way. Ah. And um, some... The other couple, both of them were sucking his cock together, and they did admit it afterwards. And I said, Oh, and I missed it.
1: So we played with them the next night, and I made sure Carol saw. And they yeah, did it, again.
0: it was just little, nice. but I really um, am into this bisexual. It kid. was little?
1: No, that was a small amount of <laughs> sucking cock. It was for a few minutes, so it was a short. I know I short. don't have a BBC, but a I have an AWC, <laughs> Average White Cock, but it's not little. But, but here's the
2: thing, too. When you're playing with another couple, too, it, it's important to kind of keep an eye on your partner, see what's going on, mm-hmm. see, make sure that there's still that enthusiastic yes. consent with for all sure. the parties. But it is. I'm a dirty bird. I like to get all up in there. And yeah. we, we once uh, did anal with our girlfriend. Denzel did our girlfriend uh, anal and um, I wanted to be like three inches away watching. It was, I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> well, but, th- but that's,
1: that's the cool part about being in the lifestyle. I remember when we first started, Carol, we're exhibitionists. So we like being in the bed in the middle, and having everybody watch. But Carol finds it so intriguing watching me fuck somebody else. Because you never see what, I, what that looks like, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's some mirror positions where you can't, especially here at Hito where there's mirrors on the ceiling. So Those are hot. These days now, there's more opportunity for me to see that. But especially when I was new in the lifestyle, I was very intrigued on how his cock would go into a pussy. And all pussies are different, right? Yes. How many pussies have you seen in your life before you got in the lifestyle? I, not many
1: not even yeah, my own I know, I Right. I watched
2: uh, Fried Green Tomatoes there where the lady go. goes to the class
0: with a mirror mm-hmm. I know
2: exactly no, so and
1: even doing doggy you don't see what it looks like with yeah. the, co- the cock right. and the butt exactly Cheeks.
0: so when you get a chance to see yeah, that I was hot. I was right in there like you were like mm-hmm. watching with sometimes with my face under in doggy I'm under watching the cock go in and out and every now and again I would grab it suck it a bit and put it back in again you know well, there's so something that was hotter. something I did uh-huh. right yeah. at the well really at the beginning of our, our People, lifestyle if, adventures if
2: you don't make your own porn you need to get your partner to video or you video while you're fucking changed my life so hot i
0: know mm-hmm. even you know, those weird faces we make when we come like that's hot during don't, during don't COVID, be afraid to we, show we that. got
1: into doing more and more videos because we were at home um but we've done a couple of shows with people who talk about social media and the internet and you know one thing we tell everybody is if you're in a position where you don't want people to see your pictures or videos don't put it on a connected device. Oh, for Get sure. another device, keep it for yourself, hide it. Um, but as soon as you put it on your iPhone or your Samsung or your, um, any device that's connected and it goes up to a cloud somewhere, mm-hmm. you're done. Even though they're <laughs> talking about all the security in the world, you can never take it back. Mm-hmm. So be careful with that stuff. But yes, Rebecca, taking a video, Carol and I re-watch our videos. And it's like, wow. And I'm like, Do I sound like that? because I don't think I come with that (coughs) and she goes oh Oh, yeah yeah. (laughs) that's what turns me on and then I take out my womanizer (laughs) and come again
0: you do you take out your womanizer you you? I take it out for you now when we play
1: we always have her womanizer on the bed we fuck I lick her pussy I make her come I come and then she's like Give me that womanizer. <laughs> and she has two or three more. And Just while well, mean, he's relaxing, you know, and I'm relaxing. Yeah, guys and guys should never be is intimidated that a vibrator? by toys. Yeah. yeah. The, womanizer the womanizer is a vibrating... Um, it's the same one that we had at the pool here that Mark had. The pink that one that goes... Oh, there. The pussy it's okay. su- it's and it it sucks. The, the it's air technology. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's very fun. Mm.
0: All right, do we want to end uh, this beautiful discussion with the orgasm gap between men and women? Sure, we can start with that. Okay, well, as we know... <laughs> Women take a little bit longer to orgasm than men do. And men have a completely different point of view about orgasm than women do. Um, But I think that times are changing. And in the lifestyle, of course, we're a little bit more equal. But what do you guys think about the orgasm gap between men and women?
2: I think it's important to have a a partner who's in tune with you and their bodies Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Sometimes uh, the way that... Sex is communicated, or that uh, that we communicate that we're going to have sex. Is Denzel asks me how many I want, how many orgasms before he goes down on me? Okay. (laughs) Um,
1: And how many is that? (laughs) Well, every day it's
2: different, right? (laughs) Uh Sometimes it's just one, and sometimes you know, like three
0: more. Um, But does he make sure you've come before he comes, or can he come more than one time? Well,
2: when it's uh, no, he he'll come once, but um, I he will not He will not give up it is sex is not over once he comes sometimes that 's really just the signal to the beginning. Uh, but sometimes he looks after me first and makes sure that he fulfills the required number of orgasms before we move on to penetration but it's also times where we, I get so, no, I need
0: your cock in me right now. Uh, I get time. like that too sometimes. But David likes it when I come first and then I have a super sensitive clit and I like to be mm. fucked hard. So that he mentally knows that he's fucking hard, a very sensitive clit, and that turns him on. Um, so, Absolutely. yeah, yeah, exactly. Again, that's communicating with your partner, right? Knowing what they want. Jess? Mm-hmm. So, Jess, I know that in the BDSM world, it's not always that you are doing your... Um, your scenes to make have an orgasm, but how does orgasm play out in your play?
3: Um, yeah, it's different. Like, we could orgasm, at, well, of course, without even um, actual penetration, intercourse, right. Penetration, okay. but um, I love it. Sometimes he'll just pull me by the hair in the shower and piss on me. Mm -hmm. I love it. He marks his territory. Um, That makes me orgasm, and nothing's even touching down there. Um, But, yeah, he, um, I love, because I'm the slave, I love to make sure he has orgasmed.
1: Do you edge Uh, him? Do you, you like, play with him and tease him? Yes, yes. Get him close and go away? Yeah. That's hot. Yeah. I love that.
3: Tease him and, yeah, and then, you know, it's it, it depends. Sometimes I'm first, sometimes he's first. But whatever we do, it, yeah.
0: Do you finish your play with both of you having come or that that doesn't matter?
3: Um, most of the times, a big percent of the times he's done first okay. and then we're kind of done. Like I feel happy that yeah. I've mm-hmm. pleased him. So
0: so you can end your succession yeah. with one orgasm or two. Yeah. Do you sometimes, ever do it with none? Do you ever yeah, finish? Yeah. Yes.
3: Sometimes I just don't have any, but that doesn't mean I'm not satisfied. Yeah. satisfied. Yes, yes, I get right. that. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: There's a At huge amount of satisfaction. I don't know if it's socially ingrained or what, but there's a huge amount of satisfaction c- that comes from seeing your partner mm-hmm. or orgasm, yes. mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's the same for men. But sometimes and. This, and sometimes that's enough that, you know, no one needs to orgasm during sex really to enjoy it. Right. But um, that's sometimes the icing on the cake and particularly quickies. I find that I'm, yeah, Yeah, if if we've got 10 minutes,
0: we're not even going to bother with me. We're just going to, and I, I also find that when I squirt, it's not the same as having an orgasm, but it is also satisfying. Release, so if, yeah. I've, if I've had mm-hmm. a squirt or, or multiple squirts, then I tell David, I'm good. And I'm good to go. You know, like I don't need to work on anything more, or get my head back in that space. If I'm done with the squirt, I'm good too. And sometimes I don't even want to, like you said, if it's a quickie and you don't want to get your, your head into it, you just want to have a little bit of, I guess, pleasure. You're, you're
1: a person who likes just that feeling of fullness in your pussy yes you're yes. very happy with that a bit of lube a good fuck a hard fuck on your clit and and sometimes you don't have to come and maybe you know we did it in the afternoon and you're going to keep that going until we fuck again in the evening
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> is that right baby
1: it is
3: <laughs> and every time we fuck you just want to do it more Right. yeah right? exactly, yeah. exactly.
1: all right we're cool. coming to the end of the show we are going to ask you girls one of your best sex stories over I don't know We'll talk about this relationship. Did it happen here at Hedo? Did it happen at Temptation? Did it happen on an airplane, Rebecca? Yeah,
2: Yeah, probably one of my most... um, uh, I will say that uh, one of my most brag-worthy experiences was when I uh, joined the Mile High Club, and not just any Mile High Club, an international Mile High Club, right over a border, an international border. Um, We fucked, and uh, that was pretty
1: neat. You, you described the uh, scenario to me the other day, and it was more than just a fuck, right?
2: It was very hot. There's something about uh, seeing the sky and no one else being around, whereas sometimes it's good to have other people around just being the two of you. It was nice. Very cool. Nice.
1: Jess? Very, very cool.
3: There's quite a few. I can't really pick my, I guess, my favorite. Um... He just always surprises me. You know, we were camping one one night and um, he's like, Yeah, let's go down to the beach and fuck. I'm like, But no, we can't. There's like people around. We and were probably there.
1: Ah, <laughs> right. I think it's exciting sleeping. having people around. Yeah.
3: Well, that was a little bit before we were um,
1: open we to the lights. Yeah. Okay. And so,
3: you know, I'm like looking around, but it was fun. Like, Mm-mm. I wanted people to see, but. Right. But you also kind of didn't. Right. <laughs> right.
1: So one of the things... I
3: want to amend my story. Yes. We had
2: a girlfriend briefly before COVID. Um, we don't play at home. So she lived in a different city. She would come up for work. Um, and every time she would come up, I would have no idea. But Denzel would pull her aside and they'd set up a scenario. And once um, he was the patient coming to see... No, he... I was the patient who couldn't orgasm, and she and he were the doctor oh, and the um,
1: fixing the problem. Yeah,
2: fixing the problem. One time he handcuffed us together so that we could, you know, we we had to stay connected by the hand. Just some of the scenarios that he comes up with are probably the best very times cool, very ever. Cool.
1: So I'm gonna I'm gonna just leave you guys with one thing because I know you're going home soon, but Carol and I, on every trip we come to Hito we make sure. We have sex on the beach and not the drink <laughs> so one of the coolest things here at hito because it's the nicest beach of almost any resort out there is you go down to the beach at night and i know everybody's always hanging out at the hot tub because there's pizza and all that stuff there but go to the beach take the blue cushy things put them on a chair listen to the waves look at the stars and be intimate and have great sex with your partner and it's something we take home with us and we use it as fodder for our sexual experiences when we're not here but it is so romantic and Mm -hmm. the waves and the sounds and everything and because everything here during the day is loud and and rush and and it's fun it's a lot of excitement and here you really feel connected with your partner so Mm -hmm. i challenge you to do that before you leave
0: challenge accepted (laughs) (laughs) all right you have one a final
2: word before we go i do women don't worry about what society tells you you're entitled to a happy healthy sex life go out there and get it
0: yeah i love that that's huh. great parting advice all right with that we want to thank you girls for being with
2: thank us thank you so much thank
1: and you, enjoy
0: guys. the rest of your vacation here at hedo and thank you
1: all right thank you this is the topless travel show we are Carolyn david wow It's already the end of another great show. We want to thank all our guests for sharing their amazing stories and especially to all our listeners for being there week in and week out.
0: And remember to join us next time for another hour of the Sexy Lifestyle talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy and always horny.
1: Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe and, of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time.
0: Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of the topless travel show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We've got another episode of the sexy lifestyle podcast lined up for you for next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern time on the voice America variety network. The weekend is just around the corner. So try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.